welcome to our very first episode of Our Biblical Hope. Our purpose here is to study through God's Word together, verse by verse, chunk by chunk, to understand the context, bringing its message into our world, and to more rightly apply it to our life and faith as believers in Jesus Christ. My goal is to make each episode engaging, interesting, biblical, and yes, entertaining, and to keep them to a brief five to ten minutes that you can listen to while you get ready in the morning, while you drive to work. My plan is to release a couple episodes a week. I don't really have set days for that, so just hang with me and let's see what happens together. I really have no idea if people are going to want to listen to this, but you know what? That's okay if I'm honest. I am doing this more for me than anyone. My name is Ryan. I live just outside of Omaha, Nebraska with my wife and five kids, I'm a pastor who has been in ministry for 18 years, and I've just recently stepped away from ministry for a time of spiritual renewal and rest and reprioritizing God, my marriage, and my family. I don't really know how long the season's going to be, but I do know that I want to stay sharp in my study and love of God's Word, and so this is one way that I'm doing that. So let's follow Christ more closely Let's fall in love with God more deeply. Let's hear from God more easily as we jump into our biblical hope today. And you know, the first place we're going to start is in the book of 1 Peter. And so let me set it up like this as kind of an introductory episode. Do you have a TV show that you've seen every episode of? Like probably multiple times you've seen every episode and all it takes is for you to see a picture or even just think about the show and all of a sudden you're swept back up into the story and you feel like you are so close to the characters. You love them like best friends because you've spent so much time with them. You've invested so much into their story and you remember what it was like when you were watching their story unfolding for the very first time and you anticipated what might happen each week. You had hopes and dreams of where their story would go, but ultimately it wasn't up to you. And things happened that you probably didn't like. That's how Peter is feeling towards the end of his life, as he thinks about the people his ministry has overlapped with, who have been forced from their home and are now scattered across Asia Minor, which is like modern-day Turkey, They're now exiles in foreign lands, and he is filled with love and compassion for them. He didn't expect that this is how their story would unfold, but he wants to encourage them to cling to hope. You see, hope is the central theme in 1 Peter. We all know that feeling of anticipating a future that is better than the present, of desiring something that just stinks right now in our life to change We would call that hope. Hope in today's world is really just wishing for the best. You know, I hope the weather is going to be nice tomorrow. I hope my team wins the game. All the way up to big, life-changing things like, I hope she forgives me. Or I hope this cancer treatment works. We hope for so many things that we really hold no control over. That type of hope is based on circumstances. Biblical hope is different. Our biblical hope is not based on circumstances, but on a person. 
And I don't know about you, but I don't have an infinity gauntlet or a time machine. And so I can't control circumstances, but I know the sovereign God who holds all of time and its circumstances in his hand. Just in the first chapter of First Peter, we see this spoken to three different times. In verse 3, he says that we are born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So biblical hope here is connected to Christ and his resurrection. In verse 13, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Again, our biblical hope is connected to Christ and his grace. And in verse 21, Peter says, God raised Christ from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Our hope and faith are not in circumstances, not in feelings, not in our own worthiness, but in God alone. And so Peter, in this letter to the scared, suffering, and scattered believers, means to encourage them with the biblical hope of the gospel and of eternity. Like the Israelites running for their lives and coming up against the Red Sea, and then hope through a wooden staff touching the edge of the water, and then everything changed for them. Or like Hosea prophesying and living in dark times and saying that the trouble of this valley can turn into a door of hope. And so as we dive into First Peter, my prayer is that you find hope. And here's what we'll see Peter's formula for hope is. When your experience of God's past faithfulness intersects with your confident expectation of God's future grace, that is where our biblical hope is found. Let me say it again. When your experience of God's past faithfulness intersects with your confident expectation of God's future grace, that's where you have hope. And so join me next time as we actually get into 1 Peter and we look at who Peter was and where this letter came out of. And until then, let's pray. Lord Jesus, all things pale in comparison with the surpassing worth of knowing you. Through faith, your righteousness is my righteousness. Your power is my power. Your resurrection is my resurrection. Because you have made me your own, I adore you and I find my only hope in you. Amen. Amen.